You've clicked on Hurry Up and Meditate, the self-care podcast for busy people. This is a ready-made, all-inclusive experience for those of us who know the importance of self-care and meditation and appreciate some help fitting it into our busy schedules. Episodes are themed and include a meditation lesson and practice, plus inspiring quotes, affirmations, self-reflection assignments, and life advice for your workday. All of this in less than 30 minutes. You are in the right place at the right time. Welcome. Hello, listener. Today's theme is Q&A. I've assembled some questions from different audiences about meditation, and I wanted to take some time to answer them. In my experience, if one person has a question, 10 other people are wondering the same thing. So I picked 10 questions, and here are my answers. Question number one. If I meditate, will I be in a trance and unable to come out of it? Answer. Meditation is a relaxation technique, and you can start and stop at your own command. When you refer to a trance, you might be confusing meditation with hypnosis. I have a definition here from the Mayo Clinic website. Hypnosis is a trance-like state in which you have heightened focus and concentration. So no, meditation and hypnosis are not the same. Question number two. Do I have to sit completely straight and still during meditation? It is a false belief that you have to sit with a straight spine, cross-legged, unmoving for hours or the duration of your meditation. It's a daunting misconception that often keeps people from starting a meditation practice. My answer is to be comfortable. You don't have to sit on the floor if that's not a place that you can find stillness. You can sit on a meditation cushion. You can sit upright. You can sit in a recliner. You can even lay down to meditate. If you get an itch, scratch it. Now, a year from now, after you have started and maintained a meditation practice, then I would challenge you to sit with the discomfort and not scratch the itch as part of your practice. But don't let these obstacles keep you from meditating. You can ease into it. Question three. How do I get my kids to meditate? My answer is, ask them if they want to meditate with you. I personally have three sons, and only one of them enjoys meditation. So it's different for everyone. I'll be releasing a few sessions in the future here geared toward teens and younger children, so stay tuned for those. All I know is that when the time comes that they want to learn more about meditation and give it a try, and they've seen you do it or at least know that you do it, then they'll know where to go with questions. So stay open. Question number four. When is the best time to meditate? The best time is when you have time. For me, personally, the best and most available time for me is in the morning. 
It's most available because I wake up early just to have time to meditate. It's best for me because I'm a morning person. And when I start with my day, start my day with meditation, rather, I feel better. I make clearer choices. I have more focus throughout my day. So for me, it's in the morning. For some people, it's in the evening right before bed. For others, they need a break right after lunch. They want to go to their car when they're at the office or wherever their workplace is, and they want to sit in the car for 20 minutes and meditate at that time. The best time is when you have time. Question number five. Why should I meditate? Your mind has thousands and thousands of thoughts during the day. And it needs a chance to rest. Physically, meditation lowers your blood pressure, gives you better sleep, reduces stress in the body, slows the aging process. Mentally, meditation can help you focus and think more clearly. I always say that when you have meditated and you're feeling more clear, you'll know what to ask for and how to get it. When I haven't meditated, I'm foggy and I'm not quite sure what I need. It's a good indicator, so you can always check in with that. Emotionally, meditation can make you slower to anger, enhance your mood, and improve your overall emotional regulation. Those who regularly meditate have a greater adaptability to situations and can more easily go with the flow of life. It can even give you a greater sense of compassion and empathy for others. I think those are all great reasons to meditate. Number six, how will meditation make my life better? Well, refer to the answers from the last question, but also you will need, you will feel better just through the simple act of giving yourself a little more time and attention. Not to mention the gift of regulating your nervous system so that you can feel calmer during the day. It will make your life better. Question seven. How do I get started meditating? Well, I created my podcast for people asking me this question. Starting a meditation practice is like going shopping for new clothes. There are many styles and colors to choose from. There are dozens of meditation styles and techniques out there. A few good examples are guided meditations or mantra meditations, chanting, silent meditation, transcendental meditation. The list goes on. So try different ones on. See how they fit. How do they make you feel? When you find one or a few that you like, use them often. When you want to shake up your routine or your wardrobe, so to speak, go shopping for a new meditation. Hurry Up and Meditate gives you a new meditation every week. Try something new for whatever you need in that moment. I definitely rotate mine depending on what I need. Do I need guidance? 
Do I need silence? Do I just need to rest between my thoughts? Number eight. Can I practice meditation without spirituality or religion? The answer is yes. I believe that meditation is what you make it. The core of meditation is to go within yourself. You can bring thoughts of spirit or religious teachings with you, or you can leave them out. So no, you don't have to believe in God in order to meditate. My meditation teacher says that prayer is when you talk to God and meditation is when you listen. So bring to it whatever you need and want to bring to it. Number nine. What is the purpose of breath awareness in meditation? Okay. Being aware of your breath helps you step out of your head, you know, the land of a thousand thoughts, and come into your body where breath is the simplest sign of life. Breath awareness connects the body and the mind for a complete meditation experience. Now, there are practices where you are concentrating on your breathing the entire time, but that's a style, not a rule. You can begin by becoming aware of your breath to connect your mind and body. And then as you get into your practice, the awareness of the breath can fade into the background. Question 10. What is a meditation object? Answer. Meditation objects are things and thoughts you can use to help you meditate. Some example of physical objects are meditation cushions, mala beads, candles, incense, crystals, gemstones, or yoga mats. Other examples of meditation objects are mantras, visualizations, sound meditations. They're all just tools that can help enhance your meditation practice. And again, I say mix and match. If you want to take mala beads and do a mantra meditation with those, yes, absolutely. Try it. See how it fits. Take it for a ride around the block. Know what I'm saying? We've come to the end of our questions for today. In summation, I just want to say that meditation is for people of all ages. There are many mental, physical, and emotional benefits for everyone. And there are so many awesome tools and techniques available that you can try on and see how they fit and then build your own unique practice around what works for you. So please don't wait to start meditating because of unrealistic expectations that you've seen in the movies. Identify what your obstacles are to meditation. Make a list and then examine them one by one. Then try a couple meditations and see how you feel. Then try a couple more. I recently did a five-day meditation challenge with a small group of students where we did different meditations every day to see what was fitting each personality best. Go ahead and message Hurry Up and Meditate on Facebook page, on my Facebook page and let me know if you want to join the next five-day meditation challenge group. I hope you found this Q&A helpful. Please reach out to me if you have more questions and you could end up on the next Q&A episode. 
Thank you for taking the time to hurry up and meditate. You are now clear, focused, and peaceful. The perfect combination to your next step forward. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Check out Hurry Up and Meditate on our social media platforms. Hurry Up and Meditate is produced by Lightworks Media, LLC. All rights preserved.